after completing a list of greetings that we have learned the past few days, he jumps back into some last-minute important instructions here in Romans chapter 16, verses 17 to 23. Let us read our scriptures for this devotional in Romans chapter 16, verse 17 to 23 today. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. For your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent as what as to what is evil. The God of peace will soon cross Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. So do Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsmen. I, Tertius, who wrote this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, who is host to me, and to the whole church, greet you. Erastus, the city treasurer, and our brother, Quartus, greet you. Be watchful, wise, and innocent. These are the last instructions of Paul. These three instructions start with an urgent warning against divisions between or among believers. Paul is deeply concerned that all those who are in Christ Jesus should remain united. Unity really is very important. There is strength in unity. But as the saying goes, united we stand, divided we fall. He expresses in harsh language against those people who would cause divisions, especially those who do so by false teaching. Like the Romans, we should watch out for anyone who joins us but begins to teach ideas that are different than what we have been taught in the scriptures. The gospel will remain the same. There is no such thing as progressive gospel. The same old gospel that we believe that is powerful unto salvation, we hold true. These warnings are not new to Paul, who also in dire terms expresses in this in his other writings, in Galatians particularly, Galatians 1, 8 to 9, and 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 3 to 4 about divisive people. These divisive people might not have infiltrated the church in Rome yet, yet. He warned them because, indeed, prevention is much better than cure. It's better to prevent people from being deceived rather than to solve and to cure when they are already influenced by false doctrines. And that's really the situations in most churches, many churches today. His prescription is simple. That is, to avoid them, to shun them, and to mute them. Don't give them a chance to make the case for their distorted version of the truth. That's why we have to guard our pulpits. We have to guard our teaching ministries that they will not be infiltrated by false teachers. These false teachers do not in any way serve Christ. As described by Paul here, they have their own appetites. They serve their own appetites. They are... They are very gentle in their talk. They are smooth in their talk. And by their glowing words, because that they deceive innocent people or the naive. Now, nobody can suspect them that they are really false because they appear very, very gentle and smooth talkers. 
they are harmless externally, harmless like sheep, but they are really wolves in sheep clothing. Paul then acknowledges their stellar attitude of obedience that the Romans were really obedient to the teachings and to the instruction of Paul. This was the cause of Paul's rejoicing here. Yet, they must be wise. They must recognize false teaching when it comes their way. He wants them to know the truth so thoroughly that they immediately recognize lying distortions of it. We should know the truth because the truth shall set us free. Nobody can deceive us when we are knowledgeable of the truth. He wants them also to be innocent about what is evil. The word in original, this quotation, innocent to what is evil, the word in the original Greek here is akiraios, which can also mean unmixed, pure, or simple. Impliedly, Paul wants them to continue to avoid shady sinful practices in order not to be tainted or scared by or scarred by participating in them. Did not Jesus say to us, Behold, I am sending you out a ship in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. There is this metaphor, a description of Christians to be wise as serpents and harmless or innocent as doves. It means that as much as possible, we must be wise not to indulge ourselves in unnecessary compromises. As I close today's devotional, the Christian life is not to be isolated. It's not isolation. That we are going to shout ourselves from others. That we are, we are going to retreat ourselves into the mountains, into the jungles, and not to mingle people. That we'll become antisocial like the monks. It's not to isolate ourselves, but we are going to insulate ourselves in order that we will maintain our, our testimonies, that we will shine for others. Compromise will diminish our luster as lights in effectivity as souls in this earth. It pays to remain faithful. We have to remain faithful in the Lord. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We must heed the instruction and the exhortation of James that pure religion and undefiled is this, to visit the fatherless and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. We don't neglect our social responsibilities. We deal with people, yet we keep ourselves unspotted. We don't compromise. What is the reason behind why we should be motivated to live faithfully and un uncompromising, but remain faithful to the gospel that is delivered to, to us? Why? According to Paul, because the God of peace will soon crush Satan under their feet, under his feet. In other words, the work of Satan among, among us will ultimately fail, and God will prevail through his people. The victory is assured, but its ultimate um, fulfillment will be something in the future. 
but Satan is already defeated for we are fighting not from not for victory but we are fighting from victory our God is already victorious God Jesus has risen from the dead he is now seated the right hand of the Father coming again in order to take us home with him in glory and we will experience the fulfillment ultimately of the redemption that he planned so let's be patient let's persevere let's be steadfast always abounding in the work of the lord be watchful be wise be innocent let's not allow ourselves to be tainted by the deceitfulness of satan so that we will remain faithful in order that will remain as effective as shining testimonies for the gospel in this generation. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this short instruction from Paul as he closes his book, Lord. We thank you that the same God that Paul has served many years ago is you, Lord, who is not going to change. You are immutable. You are unchangeable. You remain faithful. Even though we fail you in many ways, Lord, you remain faithful to us. Help us to be faithful to you, Lord. Help us to be watchful, wise, and innocent, Lord, in our dealings with people around us. And may be that at the end of the day, we'll hear from you. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.